from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. This is Radio Rotary. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Tree Bosser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today we're very excited because we're coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And we'll be chatting with Rotarians from around the world about the great work Rotary is doing to serve all of humanity. This is Jonah Trebois speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And joining me now is Lindsay Vanderhout, and she's going to tell me all about Project Chimp. Good morning, Lindsay. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you so much, Jonah. I'm so excited to be interviewed by you today. So what is Project Chimp? Project Chimps is a sanctuary in Blue Ridge, Georgia, about two hours north from Atlanta, and we're a sanctuary for chimps who have been retired from the medical research industry. Now, chimpanzees, of course, are not native to the United States, so where where are these chimpanzees coming from? So we have a partnership with a lab in Louisiana um, to retire all 220 of their former research chimps. So these are American chimps that are just moving from Louisiana to Georgia. Now, these chimpanzees are being used for medical research. What kind of research are we talking about? Um, so, I mean, medical research for chimpanzees in the United States has been going on since a very, very long time. I mean, we've been using chimps for, for a multitude of reasons, but thankfully, within the past couple years, the research on chimps has been coming to a close, and we are so happy about that. Um, so, we... The chimps that are in our care now, I mean, they're doing so well, and so it's really, it's, I almost forget sometimes that they were used in research just because they are doing so well. Are we talking about like medical procedures or uh, testing out medicines on them, or what, is that kind of testing we're t- what we're talking about? You know, I'm not sure if I can comment on that, um, but, you know, we have a really great partnership with the lab in Louisiana. I mean, they, they approached us. It was their, you know, choice to retire their population and so we really applaud them for making that choice. So this uh, retirement area for the chimps, would you describe it for us? Absolutely. I would love to describe it for you. So we have 236 acres in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia. I mean, it's beautiful, lush, green forest. These chimps will have the first opportunity to feel grass for the first time, climb trees for the first time. You know, many of these, they were kept in enclosures at the lab, but they will have outdoor access at the sanctuary, which, you know, at first is going to be scary because these chimps have only known the inside or, you know, have seen the outside, but they've never touched it and felt it. And so this will be the very first time that they're able to do that, which is super exciting. Now, do you have any relationship with uh, zoos that may have chimps that they feel uh, maybe don't get along with the other chimps or uh, even zoos who are looking for chimps to put on display for people to see and enjoy? Do you have any kind of relationship with them? So with the zoos, not so much. Um, we are, you know, we there's a chimp species survival program, which they do a lot of breeding and, and loaning chimps for, from different zoos. But Project Chimps is really to support the private lab chimp community. There is a federally funded lab in Louisiana called Chimp Haven, and they receive chimps. They retire chimps from federally funded labs. But private labs, they still have chimpanzees, but there's not a specific place for them to go to. And Project Chimps is here to, 
kind of fulfill that need. And if folks who are listening at home want to know more about Project Chimps and the great work you're doing, do you have a website? Absolutely. So they can visit us at www.projectchimps.org. And we're also on Facebook. You can just search Project Chimps, and we post tons of photos, videos about the chimps all the time. Give us the website one more time. Sure. It's projectchimps.org. Well, uh, Lindsay Vanderhoot of Project Chimps, thanks so much for everything you're doing to uh, help chimpanzees uh, enjoy life. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much for having me, Jonah. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Well, we came all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, only to run into an old friend from the Hudson Valley, outstanding Rotarian, Knut Johnson. Uh, and he's here with the Rotary Leadership Institute. Knut, good morning and welcome back to Radio Rotary. Well, good morning. It's a pleasure. Thank you. So, you know, everyone knows that Rotary is an avenue for service and fellowship, but you get some great leadership training, too, through your fabulous Rotary Leadership Institute. Tell us about that, Knut. Well, this is a program designed for club Rotarians, and what we do is uh, we offer subjects on membership, on foundation, on uh, projects uh, to raise money, uh, uh, you know, typical projects that are being done in the various communities. And what we really do is we sit around as a group, and usually 15, 18 people, and we talk about Rotary, we share good practices, bad practices, what's working, what isn't. And it's a three-day program, and each day there are six topics, and um, uh, the people that participate in it find that they, you know, they're getting to know a lot more about Rotary, and uh, the more you know, the more you do. And I'll tell you, as a graduate of the Rotary Leadership Institute, uh, who has taken all the various levels, these are skills you can bring back to your own business and profession, uh, and to your own Rotary Club or your church, the synagogue, and make these organizations better. Uh, so, Knut, if people want to know more about Rotary, uh, would you recommend them going to their local Rotary Club and possibly joining up? Well, absolutely. But this happens to be a district-run program, even though uh, uh, we're we're a, a major organization within Rotary. We stand alone in that uh, we support uh, clubs and districts all around the world. In fact, currently we have uh, over 400 districts out of the 537 in Rotary uh, that uh, uh, are participating. And uh, hey, this is after 25 years, and it started right in the lower Hudson Valley uh, 25 years ago. Well, Knut Johnson of the Greater Newburgh Rotary Club, thank you for everything you're doing to make better leaders through the Rotary Leadership Institute, and thank you for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much, Jonah. It's a pleasure. Nice to see you again, Knut. Hey, Jonah, and here we are back at the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, and we've chatted with so many interesting people doing so many interesting things, and joining us right now is Charles Eberly, who is the chairperson for the Russia and United States Intercountry Committee, and it's to help cultures, the two cultures, understand each other is, is what I think, but Charles, tell us exactly what you're doing here. Well, intercountry committees were invented after World War II in Europe, and their purpose is uh, to knit together former enemies through Rotary. So we do whatever we can to make friends with Russia and to improve relations with them through Rotary. And Charles, of course, this is all part of Rotary's commitment to peace. Uh, have you yourself been to Russia? Yes, many times. And 
And uh, what similarities or differences are there among the American and uh, Russian people? I mean, you know, people uh, have an idea, either whether it's from James Bond pictures or Rocky and Bullwinkle, you know, Boris Badenoff, that the Russians are all just, you know, in trench coats and slouch hats and spies. And they're people like us. Is that what you found? They're very much like us, and they don't talk like Boris and Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, it's so, you know, I, I, I know what you're talking about because most Americans have no idea, but basically they're a Western, educated, cultured country. <laughs> and do you invite Russians here, like like our youth exchange program? Is, is there an exchange program involved with your organization? There is. It's, it's smaller. It's not an official youth exchange like Rotary, although there are Russians in the Rotary Youth Exchange program. But uh, we have a, a smaller program that can not last two weeks, a month, maybe a little more, and we'll just find a home for them and stuff and whatever they want to do. A lot of times it's more of a vocational thing, or they're coming for a short kind of class in some school. That's very interesting, and you have a lot of other Rotarians that sit on your committee, and they're they're from all over the United States, I understand, and, and maybe from Russia as well. I don't know. Tell us how the complexion of your committee. I'm interested in that. When we have a committee meeting, um, there are 10 time zones involved. Okay. <laughs> we have members from Vancouver to Vladivostok. So when they have the committee meeting, somebody's up at 2 in the morning, and at the same time, somebody else is having 4 o'clock afternoon tea. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Eastern time, so last year I was the, uh, you know, I got the, the bottom end of the stick and was up at 11 o'clock at night. But uh, now that I'm the president, the, the meeting goes at 8 o'clock my time, and the Vladivostok person is up at Well, you have to have some perks as president. So how many um, conventions? have you attended Charles Herbley? Oh, just three, actually. I went to Copenhagen with my Russian Rotary Club, and then uh, I went to Salt Lake City because, you know, I was stationed in Seattle at the time. Are there Rotary Clubs in Russia now? There's 74. And I think maybe one day we'll have a Rotary Convention in, in Russia? Um, actually, now that they're building the World Cup venues, probably. Right now, I'm not sure they'd have a uh, convention center big enough. And if people want more information about the Russia-USA Inter-Country Committee, do you have a website or, or a place people can get information? We have a Facebook page. It's called Russia-United States Inter-Country Committee. <laughs> Say it one more time. Between Russia and the United States. Say that one more time. Russia-United States Inter-Country Committee. So that's great. I have to say, Jonah, I really think that Charles out hamboned you there with his Russian <laughs> accent. I love that. Well, listen, Charles, thank you for everything that you're doing as a Rotarian, as a human being to bring and promote peace and understanding to the planet. Thank you for being here and thank you for chatting with us on Radio Rotary. Very welcome. Thank you. Dasvidaniya, Charles. Did I, get that, did I get that right? Dasvidaniya. Very good. Thanks a lot. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell. And we're coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, please visit them at salisburybank.com. And by Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946. And by the Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley.
and we'll be back with more of the Rotary International Convention from Atlanta, Georgia after these important messages. From Russia After thousands of years, after crippling millions of children, polio will soon be stopped forever. All over the world, people are joining the men and women of Rotary to end polio now. People like Jackie Chan and Jane Goodall. We are this close. This close. People like Archbishop Desmond Tutu. This close. People like you. Be a part of history. Help Rotary end polio now at rotary.org slash end polio. We are this close. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you. This is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to our exclusive coverage of the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. This is Jonah Trebowasser coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And with me is boss lady, Kathy Kruger, our producer. Hi, Kathy. Good morning, Jonah. <laughs> and we're in a booth that's a very special to your heart. What is it called? Rotoplast. And who are we with? We are with our chief executive officer, Donna Lee Young-Rubin, 
who was also a past district governor in a Boston Rotary Club. In the Boston area. Donnelly, good morning, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Uh, thank you, Joan. I'm happy to be able to talk to you about Rotoplast and also to sing the praises of your district and your involvement for helping so many children in the past and hopefully in the future. Now, Rotoplast is a contraction of two things. What is it? Rotoplast means Rota, Rotary, and Plast, Plastic Surgery. And it was a World Community Service Project done 25 years ago in the Rotary Club of San Francisco. We're now a 501c3, and we uh, partner with Rotary Clubs globally to help free uh, provide free reconstructive surgery to indigent children worldwide. We also do cleft lip and palate, maxillofacial cases, and burn reconstruction. Let's explain some of that. For those who may not know, what is a cleft palate? Cleft palate is basically a hole in the roof of your mouth, um, which is, has a variety of reasons for that to happen, one of which is lack of prenatal vitamins, B12 and folic acid needed to close the palate, some genetic predisposition, but where there's poverty, there's disease, and there's poor nutrition. So it's a very um, a common problem that prevents speech, uh, poor nutrition, uh, the inability to swallow food properly, and getting respiratory infections is also something that happens to those children without a repair. And radio, regular listeners to Radio Old, we know that Kathy Kruger, her day job is as a registered nurse. Kathy, you've been on rotoplast missions, correct? Yes, I have. I was in the Philippines in 2007. And you acted as a nurse assisting the doctors in the operations? Well, no, I was not assisting any doctor in any operation. No, I helped take care of the children afterwards and teach them how to keep their stitches clean. Oh, well, that's just as important, you know. I, mean, I always have this vision of the doctor saying, nurse, scalpel, nurse, suture, whatever. But the beauty of it is, is when you get in a room with maybe 20, 30 children and their mothers, the parents are the ones that do all the work. They watch you, and then those are the cleanest stitches I have ever seen. That's great. terrific. Now, Donnelly, what got you interested in helping children with cleft palates and other deformities that have to be cured by plastic surgery? I was a hospital administrator after being a vice president of outpatient services. My husband was a general surgeon, so I was around health care, and I was a Rotary district governor, and I wanted to have a World Community Service project that involved all the clubs in my district and I wanted it to be in healthcare and embrace poverty and make a difference in the world. When I was governor our theme was mankind is our business. It always will be and so I wanted to put that into the works and so we had our first district sponsored mission in 2001 and we sponsored one a year for the next nine years. I went on them was mission director and I brought uh, Rotoplast to basically New England and some parts of Canada, Bermuda and really all over, and really love the volunteerism opportunities for working with Rotary Clubs and making a difference in the world, which service above self is what we're all about in Rotary. And so I did bring Rotoplast there, and it's part of my life. My husband passed away um, not too long ago, so three and a half years ago after that, I came from Boston to San Francisco to lead the organization. So I brought with me the Rotary history and knowledge and also healthcare experience and the understanding of being um, what we're all about at Rotoplast, having been on the board and been on missions. You know, the great thing about these Rotoplast missions, you have talented surgeons, dedicated nurses like Kathy Kruger, uh, all sorts of health professionals.
professionals, dentists to move teeth around as necessary. They're all volunteering. No one's getting paid, correct? Correct. They're all volunteers. Uh, Rotoplast uh, lives and breathes because of the volunteers. They're the mosaic that makes us work. And we are, um, we don't pay anyone. And we have about 30 to 35 volunteers per mission, a non-medical team and a medical team. We bring Rotarians on the non-medical and some Rotarians are medical as well and put this whole thing into into motion. We make a difference in the lives of so many and their families, but also in our own for all of the volunteers who go. It's life-changing. So to support this work and make a difference in someone's life is honorable and it's hands-on and it's instant and you give these children the ability to go to school, to have speech, to be able to breathe, to be able to not be shunned and outcast, and to be able to live a new life. So we give them a new birthday, and all of our supporters make that happen. And uh, Donnelly, uh, Jan Rubin, who is Chief Executive Officer of Rotoplast, tell us some of the countries that uh, Rotoplast has been to doing this uh, reconstructive surgery through plastic surgery. We have been to 26 countries in 25 years, and we have helped 19,000 children, and some of those are adults also. We don't just do children, but we try to help all the babies with the primary lips and palates. And so some of the countries are uh, the Philippines. We have a mission right now in Tanzania, in Arusha. One just came back from Lima, Peru. We go to Pareto, Colombia, and we go... Uh, to Ethiopia, and we go to Bangladesh and New Delhi, India. Those are just some of them. We've been to Liberia. We hope to go back there again. The Ebola virus kind of put a halt to that for a little while, but we're going to be going back there, and we're always looking for new sites. We're looking um, to return to Egypt and Panama, perhaps, and we're always looking to go where we're needed. So, Donna Lee, tell us, if somebody is listening to Radio Rotary, maybe they're a health professional, or even a, a, a lay person like myself who wants to come and help on a rotoplast mission, or wants to help you financially, is there a website, or how would they get in touch with you? Oh, that's an excellent question, Jonah, yes, um, and we need all of those things. Our website is www.rotaplast.org, that's R-O-T-A-P-L-A-S-T.org, and you can um, read all about our, our applications for non-medical and medical, and also this non opportunity to make a donation to help change and change a life and save a smile. And I just have to correct one thing. You don't get paid financially, but you sure get paid by all the hugs and kisses you get from those noodle little lips that you just fixed. And That's Don beautifully put, Kathy. Oh, and Donnelly, thank you so much for doing this and everything you do for other children of our world. And thanks for joining us, Donnelly Young-Rubin of Rotoplast here today on Radio Rotary. Thank you, John. It's been a pleasure. Well, Sarah, we're standing in front of a big green truck that says Hepatitis Zero World Eradication Project. And one of the people involved with that is Paul Major of the Rotarian Action Group for Hepatitis Eradication. Good morning, Paul. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning, Jonah, and good morning, Sarah. So, Paul, before we get it too deep into this, where are you from with that accent? I'm originally from the UK, but I live in Brazil right now. All right, so you're a world traveler. So yeah. what is Hepatitis Zero? Uh, 
Hepatitis Zero and the uh, Rotary Action Group Eradication Group, we're uh, focusing on uh, eradicating hepatitis around the world. And what is hepatitis for those who may not know? Hepatitis, uh, specifically hepatitis at the moment, is a disease that can be transmitted by blood transfusions, uh, a prick or, or something, contact blood to blood. And what are the symptoms and, and how dangerous can it be? Well, problem with hepatitis C specifically, I'm going to focus on hepatitis C. Absolutely. Uh, is that it's asymptomatic. It's something that you can contract from a blood transfusion or a cut or something in contact with blood. And you don't get the symptoms for maybe 20, 30 years, by which time it could be too late. So it, it lays dormant in your body, in your system? Is, is there a way? to detect it well this is early. what we this is what we're doing now we're trying to encourage early testing for hepatitis C we've been carrying out testing here to show the uh, facility with which you can be tested for hepatitis C Paul are you a healthcare professional I'm not actually but I've worked with this group for some time and, and what is this group exactly this is the Rotarian Action Group for Hepatitis Eradication. So what does the test involve? Is it a, a blood draw? Is it just a, like, a, like a you know, blood typing little prick of the finger? It's a little prick in the finger. You guys can get it done as well if you're interested. It's, you know, it's a little prick, prick in the finger. It takes about five minutes to do the test, and you get the results in about uh, 15 to 20 minutes. And what actions are you taking to uh, eradicate hepatitis around the world? Well, this embryonic project started in Brazil. Uh, One million people were tested in Brazil, and we're rolling it out now. Obviously, we've come with the idea with Rotarians to introduce the concept of testing for hepatitis C specifically. I have to say, you have an outstanding booth here. It is very gra- it grabs you. There are thousands and thousands of people in this conference center, and this is very informative. Everybody on your team is very informed and able to facilitate information. So kudos to you. And how long have you been in South America with this? Well, this project's been done for about two years okay. in, in, in South America. And I really like the big green truck. Is this uh, where you, you go from town to town? doing the testing with this truck? This is one part of the project. The guys have been traveling, uh, these specific guys, they traveled through South America, they did Central America, and they're now in the U.S. After uh, Atlanta, they're going to Savannah, and they're going to be staying with each and every Rotary Club on the way up. Oh, what a great idea. And where is this website? Let's let's put it out there to our listeners who are just joining us. Can, can you give that to us, Paul? Well, there's www.hepatitis0.com. And zero is a word, Z-E-R-O. www.hepatitis0.com. Plus, we've also got the RAG site as well. Um, Maybe I could pass that to you guys after. All right, well, Paul Major of the Rotarian Action Group for Hepatitis Eradication, thank you for everything you're doing to improve people's health by fighting hepatitis, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much, Joanna. Thank you, Sarah. 
It's been a great pleasure to bring you today's edition of Radio Rotary from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. Our thanks to the great folks at the Rotary Press Office, Chanel Williams, Vivian Fiore, and Audrey Carl for all of their help here at the convention. And our thanks to our sponsors, Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, visit them at salisburybank.com. And by Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs at the Hudson Valley since 1946. And by the Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley of New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org. So long from Atlanta. So long.